Hey there, good people. You are listening to Oh My Josh. Hey, my friends, welcome back to an all new episode of Oh My Josh. I do apologize for not uh, uploading an episode last week. Um, I hope you're not too mad at me. Um, I do apologize. Um, it was just a, a crazy, crazy week. Um, I typically like to record these uh, these these episodes uh, in advance, uh, usually over the weekends or at least the week of. But last week was just just uh, there was a lot going on. It was a lot of great stuff going on. Uh, so it wasn't a bad week. It was just very very busy. So um, I, I know I've mentioned it before that I am an actor. And uh, I am an actor in the local theater scene. And being that, you know, that that being true, um, I have developed a lot of relationships who, that, that I, you know, hold very, very dear to me. And I actually just closed uh, a show in North Raleigh, North Carolina, which is, you know, that's the area that I'm in. Um, as an assistant director, my very first, my very first time being an assistant director for the... Uh, North Raleigh Arts and Creative Theater production of Dot by Coleman Domingo, and uh, if you, I, I didn't really promote it here. I probably should have, um, but you know, the, the, the things get kind of crazy, and you know all that. Um, but it's, but if you missed it, it was an excellent, excellent production. It really, really was. And I'm not just saying it because I'm, you know, I, I'm. I, well, I am a little biased, of course, because I was a part of it. But it was a very, very impactful show. Uh, it, it dealt with Alzheimer's and the. Uh, in this instance, in the black household, but it, it dealt with the disease as a whole um, within this family. And um, yeah, so uh, we, we closed that and it was one of the most uh, amazing experience, theater experiences I've ever had. Um, we truly developed a family uh, within that production, uh, so much so that we're all still in contact now, um, which I'm grateful for. I, I didn't mean you know to go down on that as if it's something bad. I really, really can say that I enjoy the company of those individuals, and I hope that we can get together again in some aspect. Um, but to get to, to, I say all that to say that because I have these relationships, um, when I am not in a show or not doing anything myself, I try to go and support my theater family. So uh, last week I went to uh, see, um, I I went to see several shows. So there was a show, uh, A Steady Rain, um, which was an awesome production uh, by uh, with David Henderson and his partner, Susanna Huff. But I, they, they have also closed. And then I also saw Forbidden Broadway with uh, Miss Tina Morris Anderson, who played my girlfriend on stage. Um, yeah. And I, I saw um, Best of Enemies, which is playing at, uh, at JTP in Raleigh at the Umstead Church about... Uh, C.P. Ellis and Ann Atwater, who were very, very prominent features in the desegregation of Durham County Schools. And then on yesterday, I saw Pearly Victorious. Well, the show is called Pearly, about Pearly Victorious. Some of my dear friends, um, Ms. Connie Lee, Darius Hooks, um, they were really doing their thing. And it's actually a show from the 1970s that gave Miss Melba Moore her very first Tony Award. But I, so, again, I'm a theater geek. So I really say all that to say that last week I was just doing a lot. A lot was going on. I actually had a, a Zoom meeting scheduled for other podcaster, black black podcasters, um, that 
and I slept through it. <laughs> I, I took a nap and I set two different alarms, but my body said, you know what? Not today, brother. You're you going to rest. You're going to need some rest. And so that kind of threw off my schedule and all that. But here I am. So thanks for coming back. Thanks for listening to me. I, I hope you are enjoying. And if not, you know, don't tell me and don't tell no, don't tell nobody else. Just, you know, just, you know, carry on. But really quick, so I, 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 I preface that to say uh, thank you um, for understanding and thank you for continuing to tune in. I appreciate it. What I want to talk about uh, on this episode, though, is that I was actually listening to Sirius XM, a Sirius XM show. Um, and I, to be honest, I didn't know I still had Sirius XM. Um, I, it came with the car when I, when I got my vehicle a couple of years ago. And apparently I've been paying for it for a while and I just keep forgetting to, to turn it off. So if, today I finally turned it on and uh, I, I was listening to, um, I, don't, I don't even know what the title of the show is because I kind of, you know, came in in the middle of it coming from work. But they were discussing gender roles and gender normality. And, I, and it's a very, very hot subject now because... With, with transgenders and, and, you know, the LGBTQIA plus community, there's a lot of talk about who can identify with what and, and, and all those. And I respect that in, in, in those places. I, I, I will say that I don't completely understand myself, um, but I, I, I am willing to listen. I, I, I am willing to listen to someone. You know, because my, my, my thing is I, I, I've had conversations with, with people who says uh, you, you can't be something that you you weren't created to be or I'm not going to call reference you as this if I, I know you're not this. Well, I, I mean, I say that to say. If I ask you to call me Josh, I would at least expect enough respect for you to call me that. OK, and, and I'm I'm staying, you know kind of shallow with that because it's a very touchy subject and I don't want to speak on a lot that I don't really know about myself. Um, you know, so, but what I want to speak on is that there was a gentleman on this, on this talk show who was very demonstrative in saying that, uh, he's an alpha male and this is what, a, this is what men are supposed to be. And this is what women are supposed to be. And I'm like, you know what, brother, that's a very, very backwards mindset that you think that, the definition of you being a man is based on something that we are realizing now is very, very toxic. And, 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 I, and, I, and I say that to say that because I, I grew up in the South or in a rural community uh, where men were expected to, you know, be very, very uh, masculine in the sense that, you know, uh, they were strong and, you know, they were, they were built and, 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 <laughs> it, it was it was all about fast cars, a fast ball, and, and fast women, and I myself never fit into that mold, never have, and still don't. And so there were times where I actually had uh, questioned myself and and my masculinity because um, I was raised, I grew up around mostly a lot of women. Uh, I was very very I am very very close to my mother and was very close to my grandmother. And there were times where I, you know, there were certain things that I would do that were kind of effeminate that people would point out to me and it would, it would kind of, you know, 
hurt my confidence a bit. And so that, that, that was something that I had to deal with. And, but as I got older and as I grew to know that, you know, gender norms, to heck with them, really, you know? I mean, no, no one can really define who you are. You have to know who you are for yourself. Um, now, again, skirting the line of the whole transgender thing, that, that's a whole other level to what I'm speaking on. Because, again, I don't know about that. But what I think, I think it's very, very dangerous to say that because um, I take the trash out or I make the babies that I'm the man. It's like, well, anybody can do that, you know? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't take you being able to procreate and, and, and acquiring all the, the sexual partners that you can that defines you as a man. I, I just don't, I, I, I don't agree with that ideology because it, it, it makes no sense. Um, because for, for, for me, um, I, I, like men don't do dishes and all that stuff. Like I, I don't do dishes. And then because, you know, I, I want to be a masculine person, I just don't like doing dishes. So, you know, if, I mean, I'll cook for you. I like to cook. I like to eat too, but that's another, that's another episode. But I, I like to cook, but when it comes to doing dishes, you know, thank God for a dishwasher. Because, uh, you know, we probably have to throw out dishes every night. Or if it was me, well, I, I use paper plates now mostly. But anyway, speaking of dishwashers, I have to tell you this this quick quick story. So growing up uh, in, in our, my household, uh, we didn't have a dishwasher. My mother washed the dishes. So when I moved out for the very first time into my townhouse, uh, some over 10 years ago now. Oh, jeez, time flies. And so... In this new townhouse apartment, I had a, a dishwasher and I had no idea what to do with it. I was happy because I was like, oh man, I don't have to wash dishes. Um, so I, I was happy that it was there, but I had no idea what I was doing. So um, instead of, you know, Googling it or, you know, finding out how to use it, um, I, I just went and loaded the dishwasher with all my dirty dishes. Um, and I, I didn't know that you're not supposed to pour dishwashing liquid into the little, you know, the little uh, place for the, the dishwashing pads. Um, so I did that and and I was so happy that I was going to, it was, it was before I went to bed. I was so happy I was going to wake up, going to have clean dishes, you know, and I didn't have to do much work, but it just hit a button, you know. And I got up the next morning and my entire kitchen floor was covered with, suds from the dishwasher um and it was at that point that i knew that i was not going to get my security deposit back um yeah and, and that's when i took it upon myself to learn how to use a dishwasher because you know i'm probably going to flood a whole lot of homes if i keep doing what i was doing <laughs> yeah but so, so to say that to say that you know that's something I don't like to do. Not because I don't think it's a manly thing to do, to wash dishes. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of dishwashers who are male, and it doesn't make them less of a man because they're doing dishes. And it doesn't make a female less of a woman because she goes and takes out the trash. Like, I think we have been, a lot of people have been so indoctrinated into the mentality of what men and women are 
based upon the colonization of America. Um, and again, I'm trying to stay high level, but especially for, for me as a black man, a lot of what we try to aspire to be as men and women, and even in our social economic status, economical status, we try to attribute ourselves to our white counterparts. And um, th that's a very, very dangerous thing. Um, because it, you're constantly comparing yourself to someone who will never see you for you. Um, and I, I know that's going to a whole other conversation about racism and, and you know, um, <laughs> colonization and all that. But, but what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is that there aren't any gender normalities to me. Um, I can't say what your what defines you as a man or what defines you as a woman because look at look at prince rest in peace he was known for being very effeminate and you know wearing things that most men today wouldn't see you know as being masculine but the brother had women falling out and, and michael jackson too um, I'll never, I'll never get a, an episode of the View. I'm not even sure why I was watching the View this episode, but the uh, Prince came out. He, well, wait, can we call him Prince? Well, he's gone now, right? Well, anyway, so Prince came out, and Sherry Shepard lost her entire mind. Um, and I'm like, so this brother came out here with a ruffled, uh, ruffled collar blouse, and this woman is is having, you know is aroused in some way. And so that I was reminded of that and during when I was listening to this conversation like that that so being this alpha male or I have to be strong, I have to, you know, lace up my bootstraps and you know I, I do that. I I don't that's that's just not what it is. That that's not what it is. And and it, 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 we're we're doing ourselves a disservice if we're looking for that to to um satisfy or justify some of the toxic things that we do um yeah yeah and it, it was just very troubling to me because I, I know a lot of people who think that way that I, that think that they have to be this brute type individual to and demand respect and say I'm a man you gonna know who I am like, first of all, if you have to keep announcing that you're an alpha male, who are you trying to convince, bro? Right? Like, if I keep having to tell you who I am, that means I don't really know who I am anyway. Right? So, it, 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 it comes off as very empty and very forced and very toxic when, you know, when, when those things happen. Because you don't have to continuously prove yourself. People know who you are when you walk in the room. And if they don't, th introduce yourself and people can take their own opinions about you. Um, but yeah, don't don't try to convince me who you are by continually telling me. You show me that. Okay? And, and, and if my impression of you is not the impression you have of yourself, that's what makes us different. Like the world would be boring if we were exactly the same, right? So yeah, I mean, 
gender normalities are abnormal, if you ask me. I mean, you can agree, you can disagree, you can be indifferent. Do what you do. This is Oh My Josh. <laughs>